official food of the basic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Are you a basic bitch, <laughs> Freddie? <laughs> yes, I am. Actually, thank you Hi, for asking. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Are you taking orders right here? This is far out. (laughs) He doesn't get out much. (laughs) No, this is crazy. He's really excited. Wow. (laughs) Can I get a number one? You want some? Yeah, you want some. Okay. Can I get a number one, no pickles, just mayo, and a four count number four? What's a deluxe? Uh, I, I don't even care. Deluxe. Just give me a deluxe. Give me a deluxe. Okay. So, so this thing is obsolete at the moment, right? Right now it is because the line's far so... fucking out, dude. Yeah, they figured it out. This is crazy. You know who else does that? In and out does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, dog. Yeah. I like your operation you guys have out there. That's that's what? good. He's very imp- yeah. He's very impressed by that. The, that I, like I just came to this country. Oh. <laughs> It sounds like it. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Have a great day. You too. I feel like like at McDonald's, I have to check this shit to make sure that, like, oh, I just said shit. Sorry. Uh, you have to check this shit to... They weren't even looking. They weren't even looking. They just, they just trusted me. See, that's kind of like the weird dichotomy there, like the, the pumpkin dude on the fire truck. Like, if I'm dead in an accident, <laughs> like dying on the pavement, and this fucking fire truck pulls up <laughs> with a pumpkin doll strapped to the front of it. Like, like, if my house is burning down, like, all of my earthly possessions are just going up in flames, literally, and these guys pull up with a little stuffed pumpkin guy, I'm going to be like... Can you take this seriously, please? <laughs> yeah, right. You're a first responder. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think there's something weird there, and I'm glad we're going to unpack it today. Yes. Like, uh, that was perfect timing. I love that, that fucking the fire truck had a stuffed pumpkin person on it. Like, It was very cute. It was adorable. Well, yeah, man. One of the things that I like... Fucking asshole. See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. No, blinker have an asshole. Oh, brother. Don't be patient. Is that shit supposed to be dead or does it just go up to it? I always wonder if I should keep pushing on that shit. Well, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Is that a stop or is that like a stop? So, this is Jake and Freddie. Freddie No Skins, aka Freddie Hair on Fleet, aka Freddie Hair Trainer. The Hair Whisperer. The Hair Whisperer. The Pomp Whisperer. (laughs) The Quaff Whisperer. I was trying to get away from Quaff, but you know, that I'm figured, always going to bring it back. I figured that you would bring it back. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number what the five? F- yeah, it's five. Um, pretty excited, man. I'm excited because I'm always excited to ride in the car with your motherfucking boy, J Rad. Huh? I want to give you five. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I don't know if you know this about Jake, and if you've been paying attention, you would. He does not give out fives. <laughs> I was going to say very often, but I think, period. Yeah. You're a dapper guy. Yeah. Right? You dap up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we have a guest. 
Hi, you're on the Road Rants podcast show. Yo, what up, son? Yo, what up, son? Hey. Um, would you like to say your name, uh, where you're calling from, and, why, and why you're calling? <laughs> um, hi, this is Jenny Penny, and I am calling from Medical Center Parkway in Gresham Park Drive. I'm calling to let my husband know that I just got a pedicure, and we're going to get stuff to make guac and pico. So them toes looking fresh? <laughs> Mine look like they know what they want out of life. <laughs> <laughs> you got them 401k toes, baby. <laughs> well, this has been such a treat. I already bought the chips, so I think we should go with nachos instead of tacos. Jake, are you going to eat with us? He, well, he did. We just had some chick fil A. Yeah, real basic. Um, okay, do you want like black beans and stuff, babe? Have or we been married for 14 years? No, we haven't. Well, close. How long have we been married? Thirteen years. Love you, bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that was interesting. I love it. You're... We're steaming up these windows, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting that hot fire. It's getting real. It's getting real hot in here. There are just some things that come with sitting in the passenger seat that you would call duties, like. <laughs> I have to put a lot of focus into where I'm going so we don't get lost. The only time I ever ride passenger seat in this, is in this car, so you're gonna have to bear with me a little bit as I retrain myself to be a passenger. Like my mind. All right, all right. So let me let me break it down for you. Oh, so you're saying these aren't like these aren't like societal rules that are like no, these are my rules. shotgun. These are Freddie's rules. Fred, yeah. Freddie's shotgun privileges. Okay. Yeah. Studio right. shotgun privileges. All right, let me that do that shit it. then. Get see. get comfy with the temperature. Also, uh, you have the notebook. It's your job. So you're the photographer. You're the note taker. You're the researcher. You are. God the, damn, dude! I saw I fail at all of these every episode. You're the climate guy, and you're the navigator. It's, I don't know Murfreesboro, so Murfreesboro. <laughs> I I know Murfreesboro. Yeah, so I don't know if I'll help you with the navigation, but everything else, I just I might need some prompting, like. Well, there, there could be no more prompting. No, I mean, like, I mean? real time. <laughs> like, okay, well, I don't like, know. Like, when I'm, like, we're steaming up these windows, you say, change it, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Guys, believe it or not, we actually kind of have a show planned. We have, like, things that we want to talk about. Yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah, it is. I'm feeling but awfully fallish. Speaking of which, how did you like that beat? I went for a moody. It was moody. I liked it. I didn't want to go for spooky. Yeah, I remember. Or scary. That was moody. It created a good vibe. Yeah, I wanted to create a kind of like a darker Stranger Things kind of vibe. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, when I was a kid and I'd watch like TGIF. Were you around for that? Please, like, man. And all that shit. Hell yeah, Family Matters. Like on Halloween and Christmas and shit. Like oh, they, they change up the, the intro. Or like I don't know. If that's like the Simpsons like, did. Yeah, the, like every that. year. So you did that, and I love it. It's a throwback. Yeah, that's what it I was. Love it. What are you, uh, you gonna dress up? You gonna do the, the whole office thing where you, people are you, you gonna dress up? Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say absolutely. <laughs> are you serious? You're kidding. Like, well, do you even know me? No, no, no. <laughs> like, the way that you said absolutely surprised me. Uh, I was like, oh shit, you are? And then you hit me with a knot, and I was like, oh, okay. So, um, no, I, I will not dress up. I, and it's but interesting to me. Your kids are dressing up. Oh, I go all out for the kids. Yeah. Like, because it's really fun for them. And it's fun for me. It's fun for like, you for yeah, the kids, yeah, totally, right? Totally. 
What are I they? just don't want to do it. What are they going to be? My daughter's going to be Harley Quinn. Hell yeah. And my son is going to be <laughs> Eric Killmonger from Black Panther, the bad guy. Oh, you know, there's some controversy around this whole thing, right? Did you know that? Uh, I've heard about the Megyn Kelly. Well, it kind of stemmed off from that, but... Um, I guess people were upset that like white kids want to be Black Panther and Jack like if you ask him who his favorite Marvel superhero is he'll tell you Black Panther yeah like hey little little seven year old white kid that doesn't know anything about race you can't be Black Panther because it's racist (laughs) he's gonna be like what the fuck (laughs) and he's gonna be like I wasn't racist before but but yes now I am um, oh yeah so he's being that (laughs) Killmonger is Killmonger is awesome dude well, I love Eric Killmonger, but I think I think that um, he didn't realize that's who it was. He thought it was like a supercharged Black Panther costume or something. And then so he was like, "But you know, Daddy, that's the bad Black Panther." And I was like, "No, I didn't know that." I was like, "Are you okay with that?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course." And I was like, oh, "That's my boy." All about the villains. Yeah, we have we have a family costume team this year. Yeah, like all of us. Jen is going to be Dr. Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. I'm Laura Dern, like the Laura Dern version. Yep. I'm going to be Dr. Alan Grant, Sam Neill. Nice. And the boys both have those inflatable T-Rex costumes. You know, like the ones with the fan in it, and they just like like, bob around. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw Jen's costume, and it looked great. Yeah, dude, her shit is spot on. Like, she matched that shit. Mine looks like I, I bought a, a cowboy, <laughs> like a little cowboy kit from Kmart, Kmart specifically. How it's yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. you get the bandana, you get the hat. Yeah, yeah, totally. You get the, the little the little six shooter. And it's all super chintzy. Like. Yeah, so wait a minute. Uh, I want to go back to the to the work Halloween thing. The office takes this very seriously. And you're... <laughs> this is funny. Let me just bring up. So I was walking down the hallways of the place... Uh, uh, office building. <laughs> <laughs> well done. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm walking in and all the windows, like there's windows and all along the, the corridor or whatever, and you're, and it's all kinds of different businesses. And I'm looking in there, and on all these days, I, I, I walk the halls just to try to get a little bit of like movement in during the day, and I look at the windows, and more than more than a few occasions the thoughts popped into my mind that it's like I'm, I'm looking at a human zoo and like like all these people are just sitting hunched over draped over their keyboards and they take it so like they hate that they have to do this in life you know a lot of them won't admit it maybe I mean they will but um, it's just for that paycheck and you can tell that they're miserable they'd rather be anywhere else on I mean, the entire planet you're describing like just the common workplace worker right yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the the, off, the office goer yeah yeah absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. and so, so they're just like hunched over their keyboard you can tell they'd rather be anywhere else they're probably looking at Facebook a lot of the time just trying to kill time so that they can whatever but they take it you know and they take it really seriously as well because it's like you get trapped into this job where you have to you know you get a mortgage and you have car payments and you have kids school and all this shit so you can't I could argue that there are some people at your workplace, my workplace, any workplace that actually enjoy their job, though. Yeah. Okay, so those people take it real seriously, right? Right. So you have the people that are miserable, 
would like rather be anywhere else in the world. Then you have the people that take it so fucking seriously that it's just like it's the like same thing with romantic love from the other episode. Like it's like your career is the meaning of life, and it's like your your path to livelihood and all this kind of shit. And so I think it's kind of funny when I walk by in, in the fall and see like cauldrons <laughs> foaming and like fucking skeletons flying through the air and shit and like Halloween lights and, and it's just like this real festive environment and it's an interesting dichotomy to me like I, I always have this funny picture in my head of some dude like dressed up as a vampire with that, that <laughs> cheap ass cape on and like, the cape that comes like it's like half a cone with <laughs> 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 that cheap ass makeup that cracks and stuff with like the red right, blood right, dribbling like the blood down, dribbling down yeah, and, and then he's got, he's got the fake play right 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 so I painted a picture of that and I always think of him his boss being like oh Gary I'd like to see you in my office please and he walks into his office in his get up on and you know he has to like brush his, his cape out of the way so he can sit down without like, he, like yanking it off. And he's like trying to get comfortable and shit because he doesn't <laughs> wear this fucking cape every day and he's just like rustling around. And his boss is and just sitting there looking at waiting. him. Like, yeah. He's like, for fuck's sake, Gary, take those teeth out. <laughs> so he's like, all right, well, you know, we've been thinking about this and your, your performance just isn't up to standards. We're going to have to let you go. <laughs> and I, I think about, like, the walk of shame where this man has to walk in this cheap-ass vampire costume. <laughs> and it, it's, this, it, it's this fascinating dichotomy between the seriousness in which we take work and career and livelihood and this stuff and on the other side of that like almost foolishness if you will like like and I, I just think it's fascinating the, the juxtaposition between those two things like um and people are having like serious meetings and shit where everybody really thinks everything matters like to a cosmic degree with like spider webs on the meeting table and shit, like, <laughs> like bowls of candy it's like it's fascinating to me so this reminds me of a time when I when I used to work at a for-profit college. You could do your best. You can really do your best to try to make it a, a, like a good place to work. But it's just not. And if everybody that works there has got to wear like a suit. you got to wear a tie or else mm. you're not a professional. Yeah. So I had to, you know, put on this suit that fits me all wonky. I'm uncomfortable and shit to go to my job as a, guess what, financial aid advisor. <laughs> you know what my job was? I was a loan shark for the government. Interesting. For people who could, number one, could not afford to go to school, and number two, who couldn't afford to pay back the student loans, and who probably wouldn't finish uh, school to get their degree, and if they did, that degree probably wasn't worth very much. Right. Which is absolutely soul-sucking to think that that's what you're doing. So, this is, it's like the, the day before Halloween. And people are dressed up, you know, in costumes and shit. I don't like dressing up, but I certainly don't like wearing stuffy-ass suit. <laughs> yeah. So... If I had to choose one, I'd rather wear a fucking cheap vampire costume. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I, I, you know what? It, it could be said that every other day except for Halloween, 
I was wearing a costume. Suit, you know, Mr. Executive Guy. Oh, uh, hello. I just need to make a quick turn here. Oh, they already have a nice little courtesy spot where courtesy you, spot. The, you know you fucked up spot. For you, here's a little turnaround spot for you peasants that we <laughs> yeah. don't allow into this community. No, so I wore some joggers. What are joggers? Like, um, like lure track pants? No, no, no. They're they're like regular like pants. Yeah. But like right. jogging pants are. So they're like super tapered. Okay. Um, I wore really nice shoes. Yeah. Funky socks. I wore a V-neck white shirt, and this kind of oversized cardigan. Essentially, I wore like my own clothes. <laughs> right, and I was super comfortable. And I get I get called into the office by the uh, the fuck was he like the director of something or other, chancellor of some some bullshit, chancellor, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, chancellor of the bursar's office. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. This uh, this guy um, he calls me into his office and he's like. What the fuck are you wearing? And, and I'm like, hey, don't you get it? I'm a hipster. It's funny. <laughs> it's like, it's funny, right? And he's like, what makes you think that you can come in here with a white tee? He's like, are you out of your mind? And I was like, well, I was like, what's the, what's the issue, man? I was like, it's Halloween. He's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can just come in here dressed like like whatever you want well and i point to the hallway and he's like you gotta be kidding me he gets up he looks down the hallway and he sees <laughs> he sees these two people dressed as legos they're both different colored legos <laughs> and when he looked outside and i leaned back to look with him they were trying to attach themselves to each other it was so perfect he was so mad he was like he's like are you telling me that everybody's dressed like this and i was like yeah there's there's like a whole thing like we have snacks and shit in the break room and it's halloween like you know halloween right <laughs> you, you know how this works but and he was do like they speak english in what and he was like um all right, well, shit. Let's go over these numbers, I guess. <laughs> like, just defeated. No, hey, he thought you'd, like, office space that shit. Exactly. <laughs> no. No, I was just taking advantage of the fact that the next day was Halloween, and I wanted... Trying to pull that bullshit, like, hey, what are you dressed up as, Jake? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm Freddy. <laughs> I'm a hipster. They're like, yeah, so you're Freddy? Um... Anyway. I am excited about all the candy, though. Me too. Like, I've been trying this cheat day shit, so... So that means Saturday, I will be able to tear up some candy. I imposed dad tax on the, uh... On the boys. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they rack them. They, they rack it up. We take them to the good neighborhoods. <laughs> they put work in. They, they walk a good... I take what I feel is 10% what they've collected. It's just a lesson... In life, uh, you, you, uh, it rains like, why do you still do this? And I say, listen. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. It, it's it, it's going to soften the blow when they go to work. And like, they get their first paycheck and they're like, hold the fuck up. Like, by my calculations, I should have gotten $800, but I only got $400. <laughs> right. What the fuck like, is this? Minute, I don't understand. <laughs> Boss, what? I need to talk to you. Well, rain 
is getting clever. Hey dad, I got this, uh, like the full chocolate bar. Said if I give you this, can I go towards my, my dad tax? And I said, yeah, for sure. I was like, you give me that, we'll, we'll be even. And he's like, okay. So I grab it, I put it down. And then I, I proceed to take some of the checks. And when I go back, it was candy corn flavored chocolate. Oh, hell no. <laughs> and I was you like, asking me? And no, I was like, Rain, what, what is this? And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. I was like, nobody's <laughs> going to eat this, man. So he's like, you agreed to it. You found a loophole in the system. You know, I'm actually kind of proud of you for that. Yeah, I'd be super proud of him if I could find loopholes. <laughs> I'd do it all day long. I'm a reluctant taxpayer. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's some people that are all going, oh, if it helps people, then I'll give my entire paycheck. I'm more like, nah, dog. I the cheat day kind of reminded me, uh, I'm going to be easy this time around with the dad tax because, I mean, or maybe I'll take it and I'll put it in a bowl and take it to work or something. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to, to get back on it now. To, to lose some weight? Yeah, I'm trying lose to lose some weight. of those LBs. So, <clears throat> do you mind kind of letting everybody know because I, I know that you've lost quite a bit of weight yeah so I lost I've lost about 80 pounds and I've kept it off for seven years which statistically that only something I think five percent of people are able to do something like that right. like it's uh, so it's one of my proudest achievements honestly yeah I, I grew up um, I was a real skinny kid like Jacob you've seen Jacob mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, when I was around 10 or something, I just started gaining weight and shit and eating. Like, my mom had, like, cooked a lot of southern food and kept all, like, the, the good snacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nutty bars and shit like that. Yeah, so I just tear that shit up. And I slowly started gaining weight. And, you know, I got up to, like, 215 in high school or something. But I was really strong in high school, too. But then, you know, I, I was still what my mom called husky <laughs> I was a husky feller so then I developed this drinking problem which I'm sure we'll get into in another episode <laughs> because I also was able to quit that <laughs> and several other things I, I've had a history of quitting things and um, so when I started quitting bad things and starting good things yeah absolutely so when I what I found was when I did nothing but drink and never ate <laughs> that I, I, I got down to like 155 and I was like wow this is crazy and it was it, the world just treated me so differently and it was there, there's a huge difference between the way the world treats somebody that's heavy and the way that they treat somebody that's skinny oh absolutely like it's it's in it, having been on the receiving end of both it's insane so I, I don't know I noticed the difference between um, like people wouldn't really engage me in a conversation a lot of times it was just this weird difference in the way women treated me I think it was a huge difference not that I was a creep or something but I just didn't exist and it was just kind of like you know here's this guy what do you want type of thing and like the more weight I lost the more it was like we want to interact with you more in general not just women uh, everybody they just want to yeah. kind of and, and you know part of that might be a confidence thing because yeah, you know, I think that's part of it, um, but I've always been a, a sort of irrationally confident person. <laughs> so I, I think it's a little bit of both kind of rolled up into a, a nice little package. Um, it's sort of like this synergy right. of confidence and, um, you know, actually like, in, like externally 
being like a fitter human specimen or something. I, I mean, I'm sure it hits on something on some weird level. So um, what did you do, like, when you started your journey? You know, I'm going to go straight. Yeah, so I, I uh, so what ended up happening was I met my wife and I quit drinking alcohol. Uh, because, like I said, I, I think I would definitely be diagnosed as an alcoholic. And it was, um, like, it always caused a lot of issues in my life in general. And we can go into this at some point. We've talked about doing, like, uh, memoir-type episodes. Uh, I have a lot of crazy stories from that time. And um, so we decided that if we wanted to make this work, we, I, at least I would have to give up drinking. And so I did, and we got together and um, dated for a really long time. Uh, I got comfortable. I quit drinking, and we started eating good, if you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, date nights would be, right? Yeah, I call them date nights, but when we'd sit around, like, I'd make, you know, eat a lot of, like, pasta and pizza and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. We'd go out to eat and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I just, like, it went from 155 when I was a drunk to literally like 274 pounds after when you were sober. my first kid. Yeah. And um, so we had Jacob. And at that point, I, like I said, I was like 274. And I'm, I'm six feet tall. So, I mean, it's, it's really heavy. I have muscle mass and shit, but I'm not like fucking Hulk Hogan or something like that. Or whoever. I don't know. But one of these bodybuilders. And, um... <laughs> that, that, that goes with Debbie Does Dallas, right? <laughs> My bucket of 80s kid things. Um, and I had just developed like this, you know, not an eating disorder. I just like to fucking eat. like, And I would eat a lot of stuff. And like boxes of cookies at times and, and this type of thing. And um, at one point I was having these like, I, I used to be a real big heart hypochondriac too. So one day I went to the bathroom and my pee was like literally dark brown and my ankles were swelling up from um, edemia it's like where all the fluids go down in your leg and it's one of the signs of like kidney failure and um, I had these weird red spots on my ankles I had these weird heart palpitations and I had stuff called splinter hemorrhages on my nails which are like from something called vasculitis which is like um Jeez, man. Yeah, so it was like this, all, and I was scared to die, <laughs> which most humans are. So, and then I had this new kid, and I was like, man, I want to see this kid grow up. Right. And uh, around that same time, I had picked up this book called The Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf. What year was this? This was 2011. Okay. And um, so I devoured that book, and, and it made perfect sense to me, and it... Uh, got me passionate not just about like nutrition from sort of a human as an animal or you know like ancestral type thing uh, like like what's the natural habitat of humans and diet you know the same way that you talk about like a chimpanzee or something um, that my homeboy Nietzsche has an interesting quote that the man that has a why can bear any how oh. yeah so I had this why so the how was I had learned was this book that I had just read. I thought that I think this will work. I had to keep it super simple. Like 
I, a lot of times I've noticed people like want to look up recipes and shit for stuff like like they they want to make either these these substitutes for stuff that they're used to eating. You know, like you might you might have previously gone and bought like this Stouffer's lasagna or some shit that that's really yummy, and you put it in the oven for a couple minutes, and and now you want to recreate that in paleo, except nobody makes that, so you have to like cut up a bunch of fucking zucchini and like. Right. put some cashew ground cashew shit together and like all these weird extravagant ingredients and um so I couldn't go that route because I knew I wouldn't keep up with it so I basically just picked out a protein and steam fresh vegetables and that was it so you kept things super simple super fucking simple like so simple I didn't even have to think about it like you just knew what you can eat I, I really only have a handful of things that I actually eat like I'll eat bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs and, and I, I mess with cheese. I fucks with cheese. Like, I'm not that anal about it. I'm more on the primal side of the spectrum um, to be pedantic about it. So, so um, you know, I'll eat eggs with either bacon or sausage and cheese. I'll have hamburger patties with cheese. And I really like, like, the California medley, the broccoli and cauliflower and carrots. Okay. Uh, like, but the steaming bag ones, because I'm not trying to like get pans dirty and shit. Like, I'm not trying to uh, no, do that. You're just trying to throw that shit in the uh, the microwave, get that 30 second button a couple times. Exactly. So, um, now this is going to be the interesting part. Like, how was I able to consistently do that? Um, and I know you didn't ask that, but I thought it was a logical no, next I step. No, I was getting there. Like, because the other day we talked about like getting in on something, and you were like. All right, well, how long do you want to do it for? And I was, like, scratching my head, like, fuck you talking about how I want to do it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Homie, I've been doing it. Yeah, yeah and I, I like that you hit me back with that because you were like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, shit, what do I mean? Like, I'm so conditioned to, to do these things in sprints and in, like, sections. And, and everybody says, it's not a diet, it's a way of life. But then how come... Like your whole life isn't like that. See, I've been able to win more of those battles or be on a sprint way more than I've been off a sprint, and that's been the key. Um, and I think there's several things that that kind of boils down to if I, I think about it. And this, this part might seem kind of weird, but in episode three, I talked about how we're all reactionary and, and uh, aren't able to really act. And that's been a big kind of motive in my life of learn to... You know, some people would call it discipline. I don't like that because it's got kind of a negative connotation. I like I like calling it like the ability to act or like to develop my will. And so all these crazy things that people see me do, like they're like, why do you wear shorts and flip flops and short sleeves when it's 20 degrees outside? Or um, even my my hair being long, like it's part uh, not wanting to get a haircut, but it's also part dealing with people's reactions, uh, like mentally. Um, same thing with fasting. I, I've, I, I've seen I've seen this um, with Tim Ferriss um, and Tony Robbins and these guys. Like they they all practice changing their habits, um, both to take in other people's reactions, mm-hmm. um, but also to strengthen their resolve. Absolutely. Uh, so then, when they go back to their normal way of being, there it's no longer an attachment. Yeah, I, I didn't know anybody else did that, but I do it like, like I've always been big on, I, I don't like to sit or sit down and meditate and that type of shit, and I don't think you have to. I, I think it's, 
uh, you're able to do it at any point. And, enti- and the entire point of it is to get to some point where you're constantly in this sort of what a meditative state is. And I find that like <clears throat> being cold, <clears throat> like flip flops in the winter and stuff. Or when when I do that, it's, I go outside and I'm not comfortable. Like everybody's like. Oh, you must Aren't be so cold? cold. Like, yes, I'm fucking cold. But that's the <laughs> right. point. That's the point. Like, right. the point is, to be able to handle that, I need to take a step back from that feeling. And I need to say, I am cold, but I can handle it. Yeah. And and I just ignore that lizard part of my brain. The same thing with, I've always been big into, like, intermittent fasting and seeing how far long I can go without eating. Um, so do you fast? Uh, yeah, periodically in my life, I've done just water fasts for for like extended periods of time. I do do like inter- intermittent fasting now, yeah. where I don't eat breakfast and I try to keep my eating between noon and eight. I'm not super religious about that time frame. What I'm more religious about now is it has to be two meals and no snacking, um, and I don't eat until later in the day. Um, I'm gonna make this easy. I'm a chubby checker. I uh, I honestly I want to lose right around twenty five to thirty pounds. Okay. Um, that would be ideal for me. Yeah. Let's come up with a plan now. That like I want to I actually want to like announce this. I don't think you're gonna like the number one thing I'd suggest. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is a great start already. <laughs> let's let's get to it. What are you What are you gonna say? I think the biggest helper for me was I couldn't drink alcohol well no that's yeah so I I noticed that alcohol for two reasons and I was thinking about this uh, a while ago because I wanted to understand how I was able to do what I was able to do and I think part of it was like I said not drinking anymore and that's for two reasons one of them might I guess it probably won't surprise people but number one is just the calorie I don't like to drink just to have a drink personally like I like to have a buzz like that's the utility of but if, if we're saying Jake you can have one drink I'm, I'd rather have a coke like I'm like fuck I don't want one glass of wine like I want a bottle of wine yeah so so with that out of the picture I mean a bottle of wine so like, then you're not so then you're not worried about binging or getting into a dangerous place because alcohol is out of the picture yeah, and then so so for another thing about that is when when I am like a little bit, even if it's just a couple glasses of wine, my my inhibitions are lowered, and my resolve and discipline is lowered, so it opens uh-huh. up like the uh, well, fuck it, I'll just eat a yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah, it's fine. I've like it's doing, fine. I've been doing great. Right. I deserve this. Right, right. So they got that out of the picture too. So so I was kind of set up for success at the beginning because I had stopped drinking alcohol. Um. And then we already talked about the, the just a handful of super easy meals. And when I say super easy, I mean like you can make them in 10 or 15 minutes. Like like fry up some hamburger patties or, or throw them in the, the, under the broiler and throw in a package of vegetables. And that's it. And you can eat a lot since you're intermittent fasting. Uh, I would try to consume like 1,000 to 1,200 calories per meal. So that's like 2,020. 200 calories in between and then you know it's more about me trying to hit a thousand calories than it is about me trying to keep it under a thousand calories because a thousand calories is a lot of calories um so the no snacking i think that's a big one one thing is like when i was reading paleo and it used to be a lot bigger community online i think than it is now 
I mean, people are kind of transferring to the keto stuff. Um, but everybody was real anal about, like, organic and grass-fed and uh, yeah. fucking pasture-raised and free-range stuff. I didn't worry about any of that shit. Like, and, and it still worked. Oh, it worked fine. Like, it was perfect. Also, Jake is driving right now, and this doesn't happen ever. It's kind of nice. I kind of like it. it. It makes me not think about <laughs> what I'm saying. I, it kind of, like, shortcuts my conscious thought. And that's when you get to the good shit. The meaty stuff. That's when you, that's when you get to the good shit. <laughs> what was that? Was, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. it. See? See what happens? Maybe you should drive more often. So, okay, so... Um, so here's what I'm thinking. I, I, My goal is... I'd like to lose 20 to 25 pounds. And just for the sake of, let's say, you know, two pounds a week... Um, within 10 weeks. Yeah. Right? Yep. 10 weeks, every episode, I will give a very small update on how things are going. I'm going to be using your method, which is essentially meats and veggies. Meat and veggies twice a day. Cutting. Keeps the doctor away. There you go. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. The doctors keep themselves away because I can't get a fucking appointment at the VA. Man, I've heard about that. My dad is a, or stepdad's a veteran. He has to schedule that shit like a year in advance. Yeah, no shit. 20 pounds, 10 weeks, 2 pounds a week. I yeah. think that's acceptable. I think what we need to focus on is the um, process. Necess- like, like, just forget. You made that goal now. Forget about it. Like, put it into the universe. Maybe give updates, but really concentrate on just the process. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, so, some things I want to focus on is mindset, which I I think that that alone should be a topic for another discussion. Totally. Right. Um, just making sure that we're in, that I'm in the right spot to, to do what I'm trying to do. And I'm gonna okay. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, I will also be adding a very simple body weight. Uh, workout plan. Since you already got this diet thing nailed down, I know you're not a big fan of. Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> Come on, look, look. It's just, it's just a couple burpees. Burpees, man. I'm not trying to do burpees. Can oh. I get a, a plank or some shit? Yeah, that's those are in there too. A plank. Oh my god. How long does this thing take? You already have this. This wrapped keep, it up. Yeah, yeah I do. Like one of those seven-minute workout things? Yes, except that it should be right within 30 minutes. God damn. I hate it, but I'll do it for you, Freddie. I'll do it for you. Do it for you, Jake. Oh, well, <laughs> if I'm doing it for me, I'm not doing that shit, bruh. No. Yeah, I'll do it for me. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> I'll do um, it for me. Okay, you guys heard it. You just said it. You announced it publicly. Wait, how often do I have to do this shit, though? Or we start out twice a week. Twi- oh, okay. I got. You. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's do and that. And then we try to work our way to three times a week. If you're like, this shit is really easy, and I'm, I don't even see what, okay. what the deal is. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. I like this idea. I'm gonna be swole, Jake. Y'all aren't gonna know it. What even hit you? Let's switch gears, as they say in the business world. We're switching gears. <clears throat> Which in the podcast world that means switching topics. I don't know if you a segue, not like the things you ride and like lean certain ways, but like a 
Nobody does that shit anymore. It's all about birds. Yeah. Uh, the engines are made by Segway. Are they? Did you know that shit? Yeah. Oh, good for Segway. So they to, still are doing that so shit. They, I, so they, yeah, they pivoted or <laughs> segwayed into another <laughs> they product or industry. They industry. Well, they thought that the Segway was going to be big, big shit, and it ended up not. It ended up being like... Because you look like a fucking dork riding. Like really obscure tours. (laughs) Come have a Segway tour of Portland. (laughs) I wanted to talk about our website for a second. Okay. I don't think a lot of people know that we have it, number one. Number two, they certainly don't know the caliber of show notes that we have. (laughs) Um, And this is is kind of a, a big thing for me. So everybody, Jake writes the show notes for road bands. and it, it's I don't know I, I, I don't want to just throw out masterpiece just really fucking <laughs> nilly like that but honestly these show notes they're just absolutely beautiful they're just as entertaining as a show and it gives a really good snapshot of what the show is going to be about everything that Jake mentions that he's going to put in the show notes, he puts in the show notes, including I'm the Bible. Including <laughs> an affiliate link to buy your next Bible. Right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a man of my word, Freddie. You guys have to check out the show notes on roadrandspodcast.com. Oh, this is not a plug for our website. This is a plug for you to see how Jake's mind works. <laughs> I really, really want everybody else to experience that shit. It's a scary place. Uh, another thing is your blog posts. Man, so you have you have one up and you have one that you're working on. <clears throat> the one that you have up is perfect. And I think you cover a lot of what we cover in our past episodes. Yeah. Actually, it's sort of like, the, it's a great way of expounding Right. on everything that we've talked about but also this new one that you're uh, you sent me a draft and I loved it could you tell our millions of fans millions, our millions of millions of adoring, adoring fans yeah so um, I've always been a huge fan of rap and the more gangster and ignorant the better you know and I say that in Ignorant. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right. Wow, that, that stuff is just absolutely horrid. Is that your white voice? And that's my white voice. I'd love it. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, so I love rap. I love just all kinds of weird philosophy, Eastern, Western, you know, I guess spirituality, we call that psychology, um, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I think there's a lot of valuable lessons in, in gangster rap and I've always wanted to kind of you know take a song and (laughs) expand on it from why I think it's incredible like from a moral and uh, sort of life perspective (laughs) way and so I took a song for the first one uh, ZZ by uh, one Kodak Black a 21 year old rapper out of somewhere or another and uh, you don't know where he's from no, I don't know where he's from. Well, I know he resides in Calabasas, California right now, and you all will know that too after you read the blog post. Well, uh, you know what I just realized? Um, we can't... People, a lot of people have mentioned to me the shtick of you getting lost. 
Yeah, people like that, don't they? Yeah, and if I'm driving, <laughs> it doesn't work. I, oh, Scientology. There's, I didn't know there was a, sci- a church of Scientology here. Yeah, my brother-in-law went in there one time. <laughs> For what? And I'll have to tell the story at some point, just to check it out. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we should do that. Dang. Yes. Oh, dude. Oh, that, that's a great idea. They'd be crazy about it. We couldn't record that shit unless it was like the wire or something don't forget to check out the show notes there's a lot of good stuff in there don't forget to check out our instagram it's looking better every day because we have somebody else doing it yeah um and she's doing a great job fantastic job and uh subscribe and rate dude i love you people we love you people that have rated we've got some good ratings we got some good ratings write some words about your boys you know, one thing that's kind of funny is that I actually don't like that song at all. Really? No. That's interesting. I think it's horrible. <laughs> uh, oh well, dude, that's great. And you still you still broke it down for us, man. No, I like I like the message. I just don't like the song. I, oh yeah, and I think my goal would be like, I think I'd like to lose that final twenty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get there, man. We can do it. Hey, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Road Rants is an ongoing conversation by Jake and Freddie with new episodes each week. You can holler at your homeboys on Instagram at Road Rants Podcast, tweet them at Road Rants Pod, or you can visit their website, roadrantspodcast.com, where you can join the conversation view show notes, and check out behind-the-scenes footage. If you're picking up what they're putting down, tell someone. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Road Rants on Apple Podcasts. And in the meantime, just chill. Till the next episode. <laughs>